podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri. This is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison DeBario-Goggin, has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about what blood tests should you have run if you have trouble losing weight. If we haven't met yet, I'm Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin and I am a functional medicine physician and a doTERRA wellness advocate and I help women and men overcome chronic health issues so they can feel like themselves again. Now, weight loss is one of my most common primary goals with my new patients, and they often wonder why they struggle to lose weight. Is it food? Is it diet? Is it exercise? Is there something else going on with their body? And many times their primary care or another physician in their team has either run blood work and told them everything's fine or refuses to run blood work. And they... I can't tell you the number of stories that I've heard that really just break my heart where women have told me the doctors are telling them to just stop eating for weeks. Like just stop for eating for two weeks. You'll be fine. You just need to lose weight. Um, you need to exercise for at least two hours a day, or they're being told that they're lying about their diet and eating and what they're recording and told that the drug should be working. So what I would strongly start recommending for you is just to advocate for your health. If you have a doctor that you walk into their office and say, hey, I'm struggling with weight loss, fatigue, my hair is falling out, I'm having all these problems, and they tell you you need to eat 800 calories or less a day to stop eating and your blood work doesn't matter, it's not important, find somebody else. There are enough physicians in this world who can help you and run blood work and get you the help you need that you don't have to put up with the abuse. And that is abusive. It's neglectful, it's deceitful, and it's a damn shame that people treat other human beings like that. Okay, so where do we start with blood work after my little tirade? I get very upset for my patients because it's just so unfair that they're treated like that. Of course, we want to run all of your basic blood work, your CBC, your complete blood count, check on what your immune system's doing, look at your liver panels, all of those things. But today I want to talk especially specific things that you can look for in your blood work or you can request if it's not already being done. And those things include, number one, blood sugar, because we want to make sure that you're not at risk for prediabetes, diabetes, or autoimmune concerns. Especially when you are struggling losing weight, what most people find is that their glucose is too high during fasting times. And glucose is the measurement of sugar in your blood in this exact moment. So what did you eat right before? What did you eat earlier today? Which is why we ask that you go in fasting to your appointments. So that way we can see how is your body functioning without food. If it's too high, we know that there's an issue. If it's too low, we know that there's an issue. The next thing that we look at is hemoglobin A1C. This is a measure of what your blood sugar has been doing for the past three months. So it gives us an idea of, is there a diabetic type issue to look at? And this is really what most doctors diagnose off of. The other thing that I check for some of my patients, not all, is GAD65, which is an autoimmune marker against the pancreas, typically seen in adults who have late onset 
diabetic type issues. So if you've been eating perfectly and doing all the things you're supposed to be doing and say sometimes I see maybe I've worked with someone for three or six months and nothing is changing, that's when we start diving into these deeper type issues. Are you actually struggling with an autoimmune condition that's attacking your pancreas? Of course, you're going to have diabetic and blood sugar type issues. So ruling these things out can be really important. Okay. The next step, of course, seems obvious, is the thyroid. Because the thyroid is a hormone master. It manages so many different things. And when we have trouble gaining weight or losing weight, the thyroid is a key component. Now, here's the struggle. When I look at labs, you have a fun or you have the lab range, and that will tell you whether it's high or low. We want to get that L or H or whatever the lab uses to mark it. The lowest I have seen as a healthy, in quotations, marker for a low thyroid is 0.2. So if you're 0.2 to 4.5, you are considered normal TSH. Now, from a functional perspective, we like to say everyone can be a little bit different, but on average, 1.2 to 2.5 is our healthy range of TSH that we want to see. Now, so when I see someone who comes in and says, my doctor says my TSH was just fine, it's 0.2, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack because it's like, holy cow, no, this is almost at the point where you need medication and you need possibly even surgical intervention if you're not responding to the medication. We have to do better than saying, hey, your thyroid's almost dead, I guess we'll give you some help. On the other side, when I see people start to get in the 3.2, 4.2 and higher, we know that the thyroid's starting to slow down. So TSH is actually not made by the thyroid. It's a common misconception. It's made by the brain. So it's a thyroid stimulating hormone. So if the thyroid's not moving fast enough, your TSH goes up because your brain's trying to stimulate it and it's trying to get it to work harder. If your thyroid's moving too fast, you're going to have less of that stimulating hormone because it wants to slow down the thyroid. So looking at TSH is really important. Of course, we want to look at the whole panel, including T4 and T3. Now, what most people are not testing is antibodies for the thyroid. So there's two that we want to run. We want to run TPO and thyroglobulin antibodies. Yes, we want to run both because you can have one or the other. The thyroid tends to be very, very sneaky. Now, you can have a normal TSH level. You can have a 1.2 TSH and still have autoimmune markers show up and have an autoimmune thyroid. So I do like to test this on every single person comes in, regardless of if they are looking to lose weight or not, because we want to make sure that the thyroid is functioning and healthy. You can have a TSH of 12 and have no antibodies. So it really helps us understand what are we working with, how does the body function, and where do we need to address the weight loss issues from an autoimmune perspective, from a thyroid perspective, and with the T3 and T4, we know is it a liver, is it a gut, is it a cell issue? We can really dive in and be specific instead of just saying, just stop eating for two weeks. Okay. Now, the next thing I like to look at for weight loss specifically is hormone markers because estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, all of these things will, of course, impact your weight, your cravings, how well your insulin is working as well because testosterone directly interacts with insulin and how well your cells will accept and use sugar. 
So if you have PCOS, if you have facial hair as a woman, if your eyebrows are falling out, if you have really thin hair on the top of your head, there's so many symptoms that PCOS can be associated with. You need to have your hormones checked. You need to have an ultrasound of your abdomen and your ovaries, and you need to have blood work done to look at your blood sugars, your hemoglobin A1C, make sure that all of that is functioning well and healthy. As well as if you're cycling, if you're getting periods, you need to make sure that your estrogens and your progesterones are doing well, that you have enough progesterone to keep your cycles long enough and healthy. And if you're menopausal or postmenopausal, you might be struggling with the weight gain there as well. So we like to look at estrogen levels because if estrogen is really high, inflammation can be really high. And inflammation is one of the main reasons that we hang on to weight as well. So getting hormones in check is really, really important. I would suggest never guessing with hormones. It's easy to read symptom checkers on blogs and books and things like that. And you go, oh, I have really high estrogen or really low progesterone. But these symptoms really mimic each other. So I would suggest getting a blood test before you run out and try a lower estrogen or increased testosterone, like weight test, don't guess, okay? The last thing that I would say um, I check pretty seriously for people who want to lose weight is food sensitivities. Because if you're eating food, which you should be, please eat food, um, you might be eating foods that your body is sensitive to. That sensitivity increases inflammation, increases immune attack. And anytime there's inflammation in the body, you're going to have a hard time losing weight because your body does not feel safe. It does not feel like what you're using for fuel it can use. So it's going to hold on to fat to be able to protect itself. So eating foods that are not causing immune reactions would be really important. Now, most people think food sensitivities, they think bad foods or food dyes or gluten or dairy or something that's really obvious. But if you're eating the same thing every day, you might have developed a food sensitivity. So I do work with a lot of people who say, hey, I eat blueberries and a green shake every day for breakfast. And lo and behold, it's been three or four years or sometimes even just a few months and their bodies develop this reaction because of leaky gut type issues. And now they're sensitive to kale and blueberries and all of the things that they love. So Making sure you switch up foods often can be really, really helpful to support your immune system, doing a rotation diet, and then checking for food sensitivities to give your body a break as well. Um, the other thing I check alongside with food sensitivities is histamine. Because histamine is an inflammatory marker and so many people don't actually process histamine well, they either create too much or what they create isn't adequately released by the body, so it builds up in the system and it causes food sensitivities, heart rate, uncontrollable swelling, difficulty sleeping, difficulty with weight loss, swollen fingers and limbs, all of those things. So making sure that there's not an immune reaction causing all of the swelling and weight gain can be really important as well. And then for my last out of the box, but it's not food or it's not blood testing, I apologize, is the organic acids test and mold tests can be also very helpful based off of the person. So if your blood work looks clean, everything starts coming back normal, we can keep digging a little bit deeper and looking at what might be causing your body to hang on to weight. Is it toxins? Is it mold? And that it really can be an immune reaction because we can see that sometimes in the blood work. So 
that is how I start running down my weight loss checklist for my patients and blood work to make sure that their body is functioning well as we start looking at food and lifestyle and exercise and everything else. If you have any questions, if you want to work with me personally to get things figured out, please schedule a free online health assessment. I'd love to chat with you, brainstorm on some ways for you to move forward. And if you didn't know, I have a podcast about, um, oh, I can't believe I had it here and I didn't, I didn't mention it called the biggest weight loss mistakes. I'll put the link to that in the um, description for you. So that way you can start looking at other factors that might be leading to your body holding onto weight and not being able to release it. So thank you for tuning in today. Make sure you like, subscribe, so you stay tuned with all of our weekly podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.